Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. The Lord be with you, Tulare Community Church. My name is Ryan. I'm one of the pastors here at TCC. It is an honor and a privilege to be able to connect with you over video. On behalf of our entire staff, I want to thank you for your continued patience and grace as we strive to continue to worship together in the midst of a pandemic. If this is your first time joining us online, let me say how glad and grateful that we are that you are here. Uh, We invite you to connect with us on our website and through our social medias if you are ready and you feel like you are ready to be known. We also hope that you have been able to follow along with us as we continue our sermon series called Songs for the Seasons which is us kind of working through the book of Psalms, which is essentially the prayer book for the entire Bible. Now, over the last few weeks, our teaching team has been focusing on what God has to say through the Psalms about Scripture, about His Word. Today, we're going to pivot a little bit, and we're going to look at what the Psalms tell us about who God is. Psalm 124 will be our guide. So listen with me now to the word of the Lord from Psalm 124. It says this, If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive when their anger flared against us. The flood would have engulfed us, the torrent would have swept over us, the raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord, who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Names matter. Psalm 124 is getting at something that we all know to be true, that names matter. And today, with Psalm 124 as our compass rose, we are going to look at the names of God We're going to look at our own names and ultimately at the name of Jesus. All right, so we're going to look at God's names, our own names, and the name of Jesus. All right, first point, God's names. We put a lot of thought into names. Children, pets, social media handles. In our 21st century culture, you know that you've really made it when you can go by one name only, right? We got Bono, Cher, LeBron, Pastor Steve, Oprah. We care a lot about names. In our culture, we love nicknames. We love the names of royalty in the UK, the names of celebrities like the ones that I just mentioned. And apparently, the Bible has a pretty high view on names as well. 
I mean, look at what the ending of Psalm 124 says. It says, our help is in the name of the Lord. Maker of heaven and earth, our help is in the name of the Lord. Well, that's a little strange, right? I mean, David, who wrote this psalm, acknowledges that the God of the Bible, the Lord, is the one who made everything that exists. And so we can be pretty confident that David's got a pretty firm grasp on what the Lord is capable of. And still, he says that our hope is in the name of the Lord. Why? See, In ancient Israel, a person's name not only identified them, but also stood for something specific. In Genesis chapter 35, Jacob's wife Rachel is giving birth to their youngest son, and she realizes that the childbirth will kill her. But before she breathes her last, she says she names the boy Ben-Oni, which means son of my trouble, essentially setting his life trajectory off with a black mark. But Jacob alters the trajectory of his son, redeeming his existence and changes his name to Benjamin, son of my right hand. See, because in scripture, as in our lives today, names matter. God's name matters. It matters because his name tells us who he is and what he's about. His name tells us who he is and what he's about. And the good news is that we don't have to go our entire lives wondering if we got his name right. Let me set the scene real quick. We've we've just finished the book of Genesis. The Israelites are still slaves in Egypt and life hasn't been terrible, but it definitely hasn't been great. But there's this new Pharaoh. And he's getting a little nervous because he looks out and he sees that the Israelites are doing pretty well. So the Pharaoh says, hey, we're going to kill all of the Israelite boys. But the midwives say absolutely not. And they're working subversively to help keep the baby boys alive. Moses, a name we've all heard, whether you've been to church your whole life or are viewing church for the very first time, is one of those boys. And after a wild sequence of events to start his life, no spoilers, you'll have to go read the book of of, uh, Exodus to learn more, God says, Moses, I'm the God of your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses, you, yes, you are going to lead my people out of slavery and out of Egypt. Now, after trying to talk God out of choosing him, Moses resignedly says, well, even if I do as you're telling me and I tell the Israelite people, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say, well, what is his name? What do I tell them? God's response is in Exodus 3, 14, and it tells us everything. God replies, I am that I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. I am that I am. This is known as the Tetragrammaton, 
four Hebrew letters that make up the name Yahweh. I am that I am. Now, there were a lot of lowercase g gods being worshipped in Egypt at this time. We had the god of the sun, the god of the harvest. Cats were thought to have some sort of divine properties. But God says to Moses, no, no, no. I'm not one of those. I am that I am. 19th century Reformed theologian Herman Bovink, he put it like this. He said, He will be what he was for the patriarchs, what he is now and will remain. He will be everything to and for his people. It is not a new and strange God who comes to them by Moses, but the God of the fathers, the unchangeable one, the faithful one, the eternally self-consistent one, who never leaves or forsakes his people, but always again seeks out and saves his own. He is unchangeable in his grace, in his love, in his assistance, who will be what he is because he is always himself. I alone am given glory. I alone created life and I alone sustain life. I am existence. I'm dependent on no one thing nor any person, but all things and all people are dependent on me. I will never leave my people. I will never forsake my people. I am that I am. David prays in Psalm 124 that our help is in the name of the Lord because God's name tells us everything we need to know. Names matter. Uh, Michael King Sr. was a pastor in Atlanta, Georgia in the early mid 20th century. Reverend King took a trip to Germany shortly after the birth of his first son, Michael King Jr., During his travels through Germany, Reverend King learned of the bravery that Martin Luther, a guy named Martin Luther, exhibited in the face of persecution, who helped spur on the Protestant Reformation during the 16th century with the nailing of his 95 theses to the door of All Saints Church in Wittenberg, Germany. In fact, Reverend King was so impacted by Luther's life that shortly after returning to the U.S., he changed not only his own name, but the name of his newborn son as well. And little did he know it then, I'm sure, but the newly named Martin Luther King Sr. had set his son on a trajectory similar to Martin Luther's in Germany, standing up to corruption for the truth of God's word. Friends, names matter. And our second point today focuses on our own names. We care a lot about names. We want to add letters after our names to let people know we've racked up a bunch of student loans. We want to add titles before our names to let everyone know how humble we are. I was joking with a buddy of mine, Kyle. Uh, Kyle has an unbelievable heart for the Lord and for those who have been through the ringer. Kyle is a substance abuse counselor who also went to seminary, and so he's got all these certifications. And so his official name reads Reverend Kyle Bohr, L-L-M-S-W-C-A-A-P-C. Quite the business card, right? See, sometimes our names mean something awesome. And they help us feel validated. They help us align ourselves in the world. 
But sometimes names are like a scarlet letter that we want to flee from. But no matter how hard we try, we simply can't outpace. Names like loser, no good, waste of potential, addict, mistake, unloved, outsider, over the hill. Names that we didn't choose, but names that still seem to define us to our core. Names that, like a bird stuck in a trap, can find us, make us feel powerless, hopeless, and lost. Names matter, even if sometimes we wished they didn't. And today, if you find yourself with a name given to you by the world, by your family, by a bully maybe, a a name you feel trapped by, a name that makes you feel powerless and hopeless and lost, let me tell you about one other name, a, a, a different name. A name that is above every other name. A name at which, at which every knee will bow. In heaven and on earth and under the earth. A name that every tongue will confess as Lord. A name with the power to set the captives free. To bring life to the lifeless and hope to the hopeless. Our third and final point here today is the name of Jesus And we pray in the name of Jesus because he is the Alpha and the Omega, the light in the darkness. We pray in the name of Jesus because there is power in his name to free us from the snare of the fowler. And we pray in the name of Jesus because there is power in his name to break every chain. Friends, in the name of Jesus, there is freedom. There is forgiveness of sins, and in his blood there is the washing away of the old names that hold us down, replaced once and for all by names that are new, names that are different. I'll close with a story uh, from my friend Brian back in Michigan. Uh, Brian has has been through it. He's battled addiction, run-ins with the law, and deep, deep depression. I reached out to him this week over email because he has had a pretty interesting relationship with names. He told me that the names he used to have for himself weren't all that great. Moron, idiot, failure. That was not the end of the story for Brian. He he put it this way. He said, I was introduced to this idea of having and asking God for a new name many years ago. I remember on several occasions asking God for a new name, but he was silent. God has rarely showed up the way or times that I would like. God, I believe, has spoken. Spoken in the whisper of the night on several occasions, but with no new name. And I was not just going to make one up or pick one at random, and so I waited And this wait was several years until August 2017, just after my son nearly died. I was in California at the Celebrate Recovery National Summit and was introduced to this book, I Have a New Name. The author was a former prostitute. She was recovering from drug addiction and she shared how she had 
how she no longer answered to her old names, but only her new ones. She invited us to consider new names. And since then, I have uh, adopted five names that uh, come to me from God's word. And the impact of those new names was powerful in validating my new identity in Christ. And I was led to have them tattooed on my forearm. I guess I will never forget them now. I guess I will never forget them now. Those new, fr- those new names tattooed on his forearm, the ones Brian will never forget. Forgiven, loved, redeemed, brave, messenger, son. Friends, the name of Jesus has power to break us from the old names that maintained a stranglehold over us. When he went to the cross, Jesus took every name that has defined you upon himself. He demonstrated his love for us and that while we were still sinners, while we were still lost, he died for us. And when our tongues confess his name as our Lord and Savior, we too are given new names, forgiven, redeemed, loved, names that will define us for an eternity. Friends, God's name tells us who he is and what he's about. And that's exactly why our help is in the name of the Lord. Because friends, names matter. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.